turn in your Bibles over to Mark chapter 10. You know, last night I was praying and How many of y'all know what praying in the Spirit is? I begin to pray and I begin to think about fighting a battle. Now, this message is for somebody here today, I know. But there's somebody here struggling in your life with a battle right now. The title of this message is, Can the Battles Be Won? Mark chapter 10, verse 27. And Jesus looking upon them saith, With men it is impossible, but not with God. For with God all things are possible. So you ask yourself, or you've been asking yourself, can this battle even be won? Well, I want you to know today that, that with God it's possible. You try to do it in your own power and you, you probably will fail. You might make it, but you probably won't. But when you lean on God, you begin to, to take part in a, a, a power that is not part of yourself. You're not limited anymore by what you're capable of. You have access to a source that is unlimited. Let's go to God right now and just pray that He'll begin to move and work as this Word goes forth. Father, I just come to You right now, Lord. As humbly as I know how, Father. You know I'm, I can't do any of this on my own. I'm only here because this is where You'd have me be. And Lord, I just ask right now that You send Your Holy Spirit into this place, that the Word would go forth in a mighty way, Lord, that I'd be able to speak with boldness, and that the thing You would have someone here today hear, Lord, would just touch their heart, and just strengthen them and encourage them, Lord. And I ask this in Jesus' holy name. Amen. So as I was praying last night, and God began to speak to me about this battle, the first thing that came to my mind is, is when you're in a battle, you start to think about the enemy. And you start to look at how strong the enemy is. And if you're not careful before too long, you're focused so much on how strong the enemy is, you forget how strong you are. And before you, before you know what's going on, you've already convinced yourself and you've allowed the propaganda that the enemy would send your way to convince you that you're too weak to face this battle. You're too weak to win the battle, to, to come through this struggle. But you see that scripture we just read says that with God all things are possible. And there's another scripture, and I'm going to read it to you again in a minute, that says... When God's on your side, who can be against you? You see, what we need to focus on when we're going into a battle and a struggle in our life is who is on our side. That's what we need to focus on. Because when we know about the one that's on our side, we know something about Him, we, we know how he, how he is, how He loves us, how He cares for us, 
then we can be assured that when He is on our side and He's backing us in whatever it is we're doing, we don't have to worry about who we're coming up against, what kind of struggle we're facing in our life. Because He's he's greater than that. His might is immeasurable. That's Romans 8 and 31. It says, What shall we say then to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Now, I mentioned a while ago that I was praying in the Spirit. And some of y'all may not know what that means. And I'm not trying to scare anybody today. I don't want to confuse anybody. I want you all to understand what I'm talking about. It's nothing, nothing uh, out there far-fetched. It's nothing to, to worry about, to be afraid of. But when you begin to pray in the Spirit, you know, the Word tells us, pray in the Spirit. Over in Jude, I believe it's in verse 20, what does he say? He says, pray and in the Holy Ghost. See, when you begin to pray in the Spirit, how many of you have had problems in your life and you don't even know how to pray. It's just so overwhelming, you don't even know what to go to God and ask for. You just say, God, I need help. I don't know what I need, I just need help. I need something to change in my life right now. I don't even know what my problem is, something just ain't right. But see, when you pray in the Holy Ghost, you begin to get access to somebody that knows way more than you do. And when you allow the Holy Ghost to take control of your prayer life, you see, the the Word tells us that He makes intercession for us. It tells us that that He speaks in in these utterances that that we can't even speak in, in natural words sometimes. But when He begins to lead you in your prayer, you begin to pray things that you didn't even know were a problem. You begin to get access to things that you weren't aware were an issue. You begin to pray in ways you didn't know you could pray before because your spirit begins to just pour out. What does this what how what does all that matter? You say, "Well, I can pray just fine. I don't need all that." Well, when you're facing a battle, and a struggle in your life. You need a way to overcome that battle, that struggle, that enemy. You need something that is greater than you are. Ephesians 6 and 18. You know, chapter 6 of Ephesians talks about the whole armor of God. And it tells us that this battle we're fighting is a spiritual battle. And you tell you, it requires spiritual weaponry. Some of y'all, y'all look, y'all look like y'all don't know what I'm talking about today. Do y'all know what a spiritual battle is? Do y'all understand what it means that when something is attacking you spiritually? See, you may not at this point, and I'm not trying to put anybody down, but you may not at this point understand that that's what's going on. You may think, well, I'm just having a run of bad luck. 
Man, these are, these are tough times. I don't understand. Well, you're right. You don't understand. But I want to explain to you how you can understand. Because the Word says that some things are spiritually discerned. You have to have a little bit of that Holy Spirit within you and walking in the Spirit, living in the Spirit, to understand that these things that are happening to you in your life is spiritual warfare. You may have recently decided, you know, I want to try to do things right in my life. I want to try to live for God. And all of a sudden, what happens? You get sick, or your family gets sick, or all of a sudden, uh, you, you don't have any money, you got all these bills to pay, all these problems start coming... Because you've decided to turn a corner in your life. Well, what you didn't understand was that corner you just turned puts you right in direct path of the enemy. You see, there's a battle going on. You think, well, that don't involve me. I'm just, I'm nobody. I'm not a preacher. You know, I'm not an evangelist. I don't, how does that involve me? Brother, let me tell you, if you are a child of God... You're in the battle and you don't even know it. You are a soldier whether you want to be or not. You see, you chose to be the enemy of the enemy. When you chose Jesus as your Savior, you chose a side. And there's a fight going on. Now this fight is only fought with spiritual weapons. And in verse 18 of chapter 6, Paul's trying to kind of wrap it up. He's already covered a lot of weapons. But he says, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. You see, praying in the Spirit is one of your chief weapons. Because when you begin to pray in the Spirit, you begin to pray in a way that is not natural. It's not carnal. It's not limited by your intelligence or how eloquently you can speak. It has nothing to do with that because the Holy Spirit begins to take control. He begins to speak through you. Things you didn't even know you needed to pray for all of a sudden are coming out of your mouth. And when you begin to pray like that, you begin to get access to this source of strength, this spiritual weapon that you didn't have access to otherwise. And you begin to take the fight to the devil. You begin to pour it on. Listen, when you get in that situation, and there's going to come a day maybe when you get to experience that, I hope you do, it comes from perseverance. You may get down and pray for 10, 15 minutes and not see nothing happen. You just keep persevering. But when the Spirit comes on, you're going to get up after that and you're going to say, man, where did that come from? You didn't even know... That was in there. You didn't know you needed to pray that. You know, I've, I've, I've done that before. I begin to pray for people that I hadn't even thought about in years. But all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit begins to speak. He begins to use my mouth and my, my, my mind to, to open up to this channel of prayer that I didn't know I needed to pray. You see, God is not afraid to fight against Satan. Why is that? I want y'all to understand something about Satan today. Satan is a strong 
adversary. But when you compare him to the strength of our God, listen, his strength is off the charts. You can't measure how strong our God is. And it, Satan's strength and all, all of those, those little demons he has following him and every little trick he knows in the book, all that pales in comparison to how strong our God is. So when you get him on your side, you can, you can do it without him. You can try. And you know what? He'll let you. But when you get Him on your side and you seek Him and say, God, I can't do this on my own. There's something wrong in my life right now. And I need access to a source that's greater than I am. You get Him on your side, the Word says what? It says, who can be against you? Nobody. That's who. The only person that can, that can stand in your way then is yourself. When you get yourself in between you and God, you just cut off that source of strength and power. You see, the only limits that God has is the limits that I place on Him in my life. We need to get God out of the box. We can, he can't be contained by what our feeble minds can imagine. I want you all to just stop and think for a minute how big you think God is. Well, just you need to change that. That ain't big enough. How strong do you think God is? Well, get rid of that thought because that ain't strong enough. I don't know who needed to hear this. I don't know who here is struggling with this battle that's going on in your life. But God sent me today to tell you, whoever it may be, that those battles and struggles are nothing compared to His strength and His might. When He's on your side, it don't matter how strong the battle may seem. It, may, it doesn't matter how strong the enemy seems because He's on your side. He's the one that's backing you. Y'all ever seen one of the most Western movies? And there'll be a fight going on down in the valley. And man, everything looks bleak for the good guys. And all of a sudden you look up and here's this big row of horses lined up on top of the, the hillside there. And all of a sudden the bad guys start shaking in their boots and run off. They didn't know they had all these reinforcements coming, see. They thought the, the good guys was this little weak group. They didn't know they had all these reinforcements backing them up. You see, Satan's like that sometimes. Satan is not omniscient. He does not know everything. We give him too much credit sometimes. We start, we start to treat him like maybe he's kind of like God's brother or something. Like they were twins, they, and he's the evil the spawn or something, you know. That's not how Satan is. Satan is, is weak and, and feeble in comparison to God. Why is that important? Because see... There was a time in my life where I accepted Jesus as my Savior. And because of that, I am an heir, a joint heir with Jesus Christ. Because of that, I am His Son. I have access to the One that has immeasurable power. I have access to the One that's willing to do whatever it is that needs to be done through me. I don't have to hang my head in shame. I don't have to worry about, is the devil going to beat me up today? Because I know who's on my side. And greater is he that is in me than he that is in this world. This, the one that's in this world is feeble. He's weak. 
But he'd have you think otherwise. You see, Satan is all about smoke and mirrors. He wants you to think he's, he's way bigger than he is. He wants you to think he has a whole lot more power than he does. But like I said before, he don't know everything. Sometimes you can get these little sneak attacks in on him. He won't even see it coming. You may not have ever thought like that before. God's not afraid to get fight against Satan. He's not afraid to, to be controversial. You see, the only ones that are afraid to be controversial are those that aren't sure about what they believe. They're not sure whether the thing they believe is 100% true or not. But see, God is nothing but truth. So it's okay to be controversial with Satan. He can call him on it. He can tell him he's a liar. And when you got him on your side, you can do the same thing. If we allow the Holy Spirit to lead us in our prayer life and in our daily life, you know, the Word says if we walk in the Spirit, we won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. But that's not the only thing. If we walk in the Spirit, listen, there's, there's things can change. You don't have to continue to live the way you have. I'm not talking about sin right now has nothing to do with sin what this has to do with is is however you live in your life and you're not satisfied with that it's okay not to be satisfied god doesn't want us to be complacent we need to be continuously growing and and striving and digging deeper and wanting more of him but when you let the holy spirit lead you and guide you in that you become a whole lot more effective because, like I told you a while ago, you've got access to something that's greater than you are. You've got access to somebody that knows way more than you do. And when you let Him lead you, then your paths all start straightening out. You don't start wandering here and there, trying to just figure out what it is God would have you to do, because you're letting the Holy Spirit take charge and lead and guide you. I'm going to go ahead and close today. I'm not going to, we're not going to have an invitation. I don't feel it's necessary. But I know somebody here today has been struggling. They're in a battle. They feel like they're getting beat down. But you don't have to be that way anymore. You can walk out of here today with your head held high, remembering that it's God that's strengthening you. It's God that's providing for you. It's God that has it all under control. It's not Satan. The Word says that, that He's going to make us the head, not the tail. See, it's Satan that, that's going to get trampled underfoot, not us. We've got to start living our lives victoriously. You see... The Word also says we're much more than conquerors. We're not just going about trying to, to capture what we can. 
It's a whole lot more than that. God has, has so much for us that's available. We just, have to, we just have to want it. You know, I don't mean that in a, in a kind of a, a selfish manner. You know how some people just start wanting stuff and material possessions. But when you desire the things of God, it's a, it's a holy, pure thing. It's okay to want more of it. It's okay to desire to, to be somebody for God. 